Welcome to Sleep Cues, the everything baby sleep podcast. I'm Erin, pediatric sleep consultant and founder of The Happy Sleep Company. From catnaps to night wakes and regressions to teething, we cover all things baby sleep. With a passion for children's sleep, we're here to help tired families get healthy rest. Hi everyone, welcome back to Sleep Cues. Today we are going to focus on the swaddle because I get a lot of questions about whether you should even use a swaddle, how long you should use a swaddle, when you should transition from the swaddle to something else, if you really have to use a swaddle or if you can just start from day one with something different. So let's focus on that and talk about when a swaddle might be appropriate and when you might not want to use one or stop using one. My own little girl was okay in a swaddle. She started breaking out of it fairly early on, I would say around six or eight weeks. So we did our best with the swaddle in the beginning. We did feel that it helped her out, but we stopped using it fairly early. My nephew was the super swaddler. He loved being in a swaddle. If he broke out of the swaddle, then he just couldn't sleep. If he was in a swaddle, he was a super sleeper and would take three-hour naps from the very beginning. So it really does depend on the baby. Don't worry about it if your baby seems to hate the swaddle and your neighbor's baby seems to love it. Every baby truly is different. So they're not all going to be content in the exact same sleepwear. So a swaddle is really a piece of fabric, a blanket, a type of blanket that we are going to use to wrap baby up when they are a newborn. And the goal is to help them feel more like they are back in the womb. It feels more like how they felt when they were on the inside, all nice and bundled up. Their arms aren't flailing around, their legs aren't flailing around, and they're feeling very cozy. So that is the purpose of it, is to calm what is known as the moral reflex or the startle reflex, where you see your newborn really just making sudden movements with their arms and their legs, especially in their sleep, and then unfortunately waking themselves out of a nice deep sleep because of that startle. So a swaddle is generally used to calm that and help them sleep better and longer. There are some hospitals who actually no longer do swaddling. Some hospitals, for various reasons, including risk of overheating and risk of suffocation, because if a blanket isn't swaddled on properly and comes undone, now there's loose blankets in your child's crib, and we don't want that. So for safety reasons, there are some hospitals that actually no longer swaddle, but there are other hospitals that subscribe to different philosophies and do still swaddle. And the American Association of Pediatrics is still not firm on its policy about swaddling. So really you want to be making a decision as a family in terms of what is best for your little one, for your family, what works best for them. And you want to be using the safest practices in terms of making sure that your baby's body temperature is regulated properly and the swaddle is on your baby properly such that it doesn't become unswaddled and result in loose blankets being in your child's sleep space. Those are some of the reasons you might want to use the swaddle, the startle reflex, the moral reflex, that, you know, jerky movement that's now waking your baby up constantly. Some parents are going to choose to swaddle to keep those movements at bay and help your child be cozier. Not all babies are swaddled in the beginning, however. Some babies hate being swaddled. I have worked with many babies who just can't stand the swaddle. They are upset in it. They clearly don't want their arms pinned down in it, and they simply don't sleep well in it. While the intention of the swaddle was to make the baby sleep better, the baby is actually sleeping worse because he's so upset and frustrated to be in this swaddle. So not all babies are swaddled at the beginning, and you can certainly give it a try if it's something you want to do and are comfortable doing, but don't sweat it if your baby just doesn't seem to like it. Not every single baby does. 
There are different kinds of swaddles, however, so that's something important to keep in mind. There is a traditional swaddle that is a blanket that you would learn how to wrap properly around your little one to keep that startle reflex at bay. There are also now Velcro swaddles, however, so these are a swaddle blanket that has Velcro tabs that actually help you keep your little one more secure in it so it's easier to put on and harder for your little one to get off. So there are those types of swaddles that may be helpful if you're having a difficult time figuring out the puzzle that can be swaddling. I know that when Mila was a newborn and I had never swaddled before other than in a newborn class that I took, I felt like I was, you know, doing grade 12 calculus all over again trying to figure out the mathematics of this swaddle blanket the first time and so a velcro one could be helpful if you're feeling a little overwhelmed with how to make the swaddle work for you the other option though is a swaddle that is more of a sleep bag but snug and has your baby's arms upwards in the swaddle rather than pinned down to their sides. Having your baby's arms up over their head while they're sleeping is actually a more natural sleeping position for babies and for human beings in general. And some babies really like having their arms up over their heads in that swaddle. There is a company called Love to Dream that makes a product called the Love to Dream Swaddle Up. So that's something you might want to consider if you're feeling like your baby doesn't seem to like a traditional swaddle blanket. They don't seem to like sleeping with their arms down, but they are constantly flailing their arms around and waking themselves up. The Love to Dream Swaddle Up actually allows their arms to be in an upward position but only move very slightly and not sort of hit themselves in the face or wake themselves up with those really sudden jerky movements. So then the next question is, can you use a sleep bag from the very beginning? You know, my baby doesn't like a swaddle. We've tried, we've tried different options. He just seems to hate it. Do I have to use this? Should I, and if I don't use it, should I just use pajamas or should I use a sleep bag? A lot of people think that sleep bags are just for when your child is a bit older and out of the newborn stage and is an older infant, but sleep bags can actually be used from the very beginning. Most sleep bag brands start at age zero, start at newborn. So yes, there are like size three to six months or six to 12 months, but a lot of brands actually have zero to three month sleep bags. And that means you can use them from the beginning. Of course, you always want to make sure at every age when you're using a sleep bag or any other kind of sleepwear that it does fit your individual baby properly. And with a sleep bag in particular, you want to be making sure that the neck hole and the arm holes fit properly so baby can't slip down inside. But as long as the neck hole and the arm holes fit properly, then yes, you can absolutely use a sleep bag from the very beginning. You do not have to use a swaddle. And a lot of the hospitals that are no longer swaddling are actually turning to sleep bags and using those in the hospital rather than putting a a swaddle on newborns. So the answer to that question is absolutely. You can just use a sleep bag from the beginning. Why do many families choose not to? Because a sleep bag doesn't have arms. A sleep bag is a wearable blanket. It's like a sleeping bag with no arms in it, with the arms out. And that means that your newborn, if their startle reflex is really strong, can be constantly hitting themselves in the face and waking themselves up. So that's why a lot of people choose to wait and wear a sleep bag on their little one 
when they are out of the newborn stage and their startle reflex has calmed down and they're not making so many jerky movements and waking themselves up. But it doesn't mean you can't use the sleep bag. Some newborns don't have as strong of a startle reflex and so it's okay to use it from the beginning and it works well for that baby to use a sleep bag from the very beginning instead of a swaddle. The next most common question I get about swaddles is that if you've been using one, when should you stop? There are a few reasons you would stop using a swaddle. One, your baby is rolling. If your baby has shown an indication or an absolute ability to roll, then you need to stop swaddling for safety. If your baby can roll, we do not want to risk in any way, shape, or form that they could get onto their belly with their arms pinned down and then not be able to push themselves up. So if your baby is rolling at all, we need to stop swaddling and move to a sleep bag so they have their arms free in case they roll in their crib. Another reason you might want to consider dishing the swaddle and moving to a sleep bag, even if your baby is not yet rolling, is that they're constantly busting out on their own. So if every time you walk over to the crib to check on your little one, he is already out of his swaddle, he got out of it on his own, if that's happening really often and your child's getting a little bit older, it's probably a really good sign that he's just done with it. He wants to move around. He's okay moving around because he's done it on his own anyway. Um, and now you just really want to move to a sleep bag and allow him to have that ability to move his arms around without having to break out of his swaddle every time. The last thing you might want to consider is that your child is showing signs of wanting to soothe with his hands. And this is often going to happen as your child begins to exit the newborn stage. So maybe around 12, 14 weeks, you're going to see that your child is sucking on his hands, maybe sucking on his thumb, wanting to use his fingers to self-soothe. And that is another reason why babies will often start to bust out of their swaddles because they want to get to their hands. They want to use their hands for self-soothing. That is a very normal and common thing that babies do. Babies even do it in the womb. You will often see babies sucking on their thumbs or fingers in the womb to soothe themselves. And then you will certainly see them doing it as they are in and exiting the newborn stage. So if your child is showing a lot of signs of wanting to soothe with his hands, then it's a good idea to ditch the swaddle and move to a sleep bag so you can allow your child to soothe with his hands because that's great. Now your child is self-soothing. That's what we're looking for because once your child can begin to self-soothe, you're going to see longer stretches of sleep or you're going to see him wake up and be able to put himself back to sleep with those self-soothing techniques. So a great idea to move to a sleep bag at that point. And again, that's often going to be by the four-month mark. So how then do you make the transition? If your baby has been swaddled his whole little life up till now, and now we're around the three to four month mark, and we're seeing signs that we need to move to a sleep bag, how do we do that? The first thing you can try is cold turkey. You can just go cold turkey with the swaddle and move straight to a sleep bag when you're ready to do that. I would go cold turkey if your child is rolling. You really don't have a choice. He's already shown you he can roll. We do not want to risk him rolling in a swaddle. So if you're moving to a sleep bag because your child is rolling, you kind of just have to go cold turkey, move to the sleep bag. You may have a couple of off nights as your child gets used to all this brand new movement that he's not used to, but it really is the safest way to go is just to switch right to a sleep bag at that point. The other option though, if your child isn't rolling yet, but perhaps you are transitioning simply because you think he's old enough now and he should sleep in a sleep bag, he seems maybe too big for a swaddle or he was busting out often from his swaddle, so you've decided it's time to just move to a sleep bag 
or he was showing signs of wanting to soothe with his hands. If those are the reasons that you're transitioning to a sleep bag, then you could consider a more gradual transition. What I mean by that is you could start with swaddling just one arm out and have the other arm still pinned down and swaddled into the swaddle blanket. You would do that for a few days or maybe even a week. Have just one arm out and one arm inside the swaddle. We want to allow that one arm out so that it's a little more limited in terms of the movements that your baby can make with that arm and how much he can startle himself awake if he does still have some of that startle reflex remaining. But we want to allow it to be out so he can get a little bit used to it a little bit at a time. And then after a few days or a week, we're going to put the other arm out, but we're going to keep the body wrapped. So we're still having that feeling in his core of being swaddled a little more snugly than he would be with the feeling of a sleep bag. But now he has both of his arms out and he's going to get more used to having additional mobility in his sleep with his arms. After a few days, maybe up to a week of that, we're going to move all the way to a sleep bag. So at that point, we will have no more swaddle. We will have just the sleep bag, a regular wearable blanket with the arms out, and your baby will have full movement in that bag. Some people will ask, why do we even use a sleep bag at that point? Why don't I just have my baby in pajamas? There are a few reasons that a sleep bag is a really great idea. One is because it is going to keep your baby cozier than just wearing pajamas. If he only wears pajamas, there's only so much we can do in terms of warmth, and sometimes more warmth than just pajamas might be required. You know, think about your own sleep. Often you probably sleep in pajamas plus your blankets. And so we want that for your baby. We want that to be an option as well. So the sleep bag can keep him cozier. Make sure you get the right TOG, which is the unit of thickness of the sleep bag, based on the temperature in your baby's room and what you're going to be dressing your baby in underneath. But that's a great reason to use a sleep bag is just some additional coziness. We don't want to be using blankets A, blankets are not recommended in cribs. They are a safety hazard because, of course, they can go up over your baby's head and cause a suffocation hazard. However, we also don't want to be using blankets because your four-month-old is going to be able to kick off a blanket in his crib in two seconds flat, but he's not going to know how to pull it back up or have the ability to pull it back up, and then he might be chilly. So that's why a sleep bag is a great idea because it can just regulate temperature a lot better for your baby in his crib. The sleep bag, much like the swaddle used to be, is also a really good sleep cue. The sleep bag cues to your child that it is now time for sleep. Every time that sleep bag goes on, he knows that he's having either a nap or going to bed for the night, and that can be a great cue and help your child transition into sleep. Speaking of naps and nighttime, I do recommend that you keep the same sleepwear for naps and for nighttime, and you don't flip-flop back and forth. So that's another question I get about the swaddle. When I'm transitioning, should I swaddle him during the day and use a sleep bag at night? Or should I swaddle him at night and use a sleep bag during the day? I do recommend consistency in everything that has to do with your baby's sleep. Your baby's sleep space, try to make it consistent. If you are having your baby sleep in his crib in your room, then when you switch your baby into his crib in his own room when he's a little older, make sure the sleep environment is consistent to what he's used to. So dark, quiet, no distractions. If you are having your baby sleep in a bassinet in your room for nights, I recommend he sleep in a bassinet in your room for naps. Not a bassinet in your room sometimes, a bassinet in the living room at other times, and his crib in his own room at yet other times. Keep it consistent. Consistency is the key when it comes to baby sleep. So 
now when we're talking about swaddles and sleep bags, we're still talking about being consistent. Keep your baby swaddled for naps and for nights as long as you plan on swaddling him. When you switch to a sleep bag, then be consistent about that too. Don't swaddle him sometimes and use a sleep bag other times. He will get confused and it will be harder for him to transition and really sleep well in one or the other. So just don't swaddle at all right from the beginning or swaddle until you're ready to stop swaddling. But then once you've done the transition, stick with a sleep bag, not you know, swaddle for nap one, sleep bag for nap two, swaddle for nap three, and sleep bag for bedtime. Let's just keep it consistent with one set of sleepwear so your child really understands when sleep time is coming up and and is comfortable in their sleepwear going to sleep. Side note, I do not mean that you should never change your child's swaddle and you should just use the same one all the time. We all know that there are way too many poop explosions with a newborn for that. So we definitely want to be switching out the swaddle or switching out the sleep bag for a clean one. I simply mean stick with a swaddle at all times until you're ready to for a sleep bag and then stick with a sleep bag at all times once you've transitioned to the sleep bag. Don't flip flop back and forth. We don't want to confuse baby. We just want him to be comfy in his sleepwear and very familiar with it. So that's my advice on the swaddle. Remember, not every baby is swaddled right from the beginning. Some love it, some don't. Some are going to go to a sleep bag on day one. Some are going to transition to a sleep bag a little later on. Some are going to make a cold turkey transition to a sleep bag from a swaddle. And some are going to need to do it a little more gradually. Make sure you're responding to what your baby seems to do best with. Not every baby is going to be the same as the next. And every baby is going to have some different preferences when it comes to their sleepwear and what they're comfy in. Thanks for tuning in to Sleep Cues. Thanks for listening to Sleep Cues, the everything baby sleep podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe, leave a review, and share this episode with a mom or dad who might need some rest. Connect with us on Instagram at The Happy Sleep Company and check out our website, thehappysleepcompany.com for loads of blogs, sleep guides, and information about how we work with families one-on-one to get sleep on track.